are back. Live and on board is back again. An all new episode and we are on the new yacht in Marina Del Rey Harbor, California with two of my best friends in the entertainment industry ever. Al DeShorm and Bernadette Pauly. Yes. Well, it's great to be back at the marina. That's right. On the new yacht. That's uh, right. Hello, love. Uh, hello. Welcome We're on aboard. The new yacht. Permission to come aboard, sir. Permission granted. Oh, this is tremendous. We are on board, and uh, it's a fabulous vessel. I will tell you that much. Thank and, you. And I've, I've, I'm a man who spends some time on the seas, and uh, this is uh, definitely right up my alley. It's twank. Thank you. Thank right, you. Bernie? And it's a two-bedroom, and you kept saying it was a two-bedroom, and I thought you guys were joking. Oh, there's state rooms, by the way. Yeah, there's state rooms. Is that fancy-pantsy? Yeah. Okay, there's two state rooms on state this rooms. boat, and you think we're going to get off it, but we're not. And there's, we're... and there's two heads, so i got to get some He heads. used the word heads, not bathroom. Ah! ah. <laughs> Port, yeah. starboard, stern! Bow! You, yeah. You Aft, have, forward! You have, a, you have a sailor here. I have a what? A sailor. That's All a sailor. hands on dick! Yeah, he is a sailor. <laughs> he works on a lot of ships. Watch so those hands. Mm, iceberg, right ahead! Uh, let's not right, go let's, there. Let's be honest. We've been drinking. <laughs> last time we were on the podcast... That's what we do on yachts. Yes, we last time we were on the podcast... You were uh, sober. We were sober. It was the middle of the day. Yeah. Tonight we had cocktail hour. Oh, yeah. And it turned into cocktail two-hour. Yeah, and we're finally doing the show. We figured we'd better do it now because we, we, we might not be able to in a little while. It'll be pass-out hour. <laughs> we were figuring, right? Uh, tremendous. Um, we're so glad to be back. You're not hearing from Bernie much because she's actually still sipping her cocktail. No, so I'm sitting back and I'm busy. just taking it all in. Really? I'm having a good Take time. Take it all in, bitch. And our dog, Buddy, is here. And... Yeah, Buddy's here. Say hi, Buddy. Hello. Hi. Oh, he just just shit on your ship. No, he did not. Don't be blaming the dog. That was you. (laughs) It was me. I did number four. (laughs) Twice as big as number two. (laughs) Sir, we're taking on crap. Bernie made the mistake of saying a few minutes ago, Oh, what's the theme of the show today there is no theme no, it's kind of a no there's, theme. there's no theme but you had a lot of amazing stories earlier uh, no, as soon as we started recording and, and you don't want to talk right about up. them but they were pretty like mind-blowing and now i'm like you can't tell me mind-blowing stories and then you're like oh, oh and now jo- now we're going to record the podcast uh, but you can't bring any of them up no the, ju- so, I'm, uh, the judges made me uh i'm on a gag order and it's I'm Honey, ga- I want I'm you to gagged. be on the gag order, too. Don't you hate... You wish I was on a gag order. <laughs> I wish I could make can, a gag. Can, can we ask who you're on a gag order by, or can we not even ask that? All right. Bernie, stop Well, it. I just want I just, everybody here to know that whatever we talk about, we just talked about way more interesting shit. But someday, yeah, the story's going to come show. out. It's going to be your memoirs, <laughs> perhaps your novel, and it's going to be a tremendous read, and no, I'm looking forward no to it. No one wants to hear it, man. Oh, believe me. Nobody they want to hear it. They All right, then, hear. then what do you want to talk about today? They, they want to hear what the hell you two have been doing. Now, I've had you on my show separate, not together. This is a chance for me, because I've asked you both questions separately. This is for me to really, like, get the dirt out and find out what's really going on in this relationship and in the entertainment biz and the two of you and your yeah. conflicts and i can find out everything right now but we probably won't maybe this is like caitlin it's like caitlin jenner and um it's the kardashian and the, situation and the wait a minute you got your surgery 
I had my surgery. I used to be a chick. <laughs> and um, I've had a couple of things added. Uh-oh. Hey, and, and don't share that with me. I don't want to know. <laughs> added. Upgrades? Um, well, lateral move. <laughs> lateral move. You're scaring me, Al. Ow. Wait till I, wait till I show you the are photos. You, are you going to be Allison now, or what are we looking at? No, I was Allison. Oh, you were? Al- now I'm Al, Al- or Alfred. Oh, did Bernie get work with you with the architecture and choosing everything? And a little exactly bit, what yeah. She wanted? I went for an open design concept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not open design. Mm-hmm. So you could kind of just add on later and get more yeah, bells, we, bells we have, and whistles. Yeah, we have options if we want to expand. So Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to know? Shoot, go for the hit. Yeah, come on, man. How do you say it? Well, I what the heck, you know? Uh, I know, well, Bernadette, I know, uh, and Al, almost forever. Uh, I know that before I even met them, I knew them from television and projects they worked on and things, and I'm, I'm a huge fan. So getting to hang out with these two, uh, it's starting to feel like almost on a regular basis, even though it's every few months. But it, it's nice to know you guys and hang out with you. I'll tell you that right now. You're a lot of fun, and they're pretty funny. Sometimes. I'm glad that you like us since we're moving into your second bedroom on your yacht. I wouldn't let anybody else do it. What I like about the bedrooms is, <clears throat> excuse me, they're completely private from one another. You don't even like a share a common wall. The the master bedroom is uh, all the way uh, uh, stern and um, aft, right? So and I might, yeah, I might not see a few. few and and, or... and you had then you have the the living area and then the, the galley in between, and you have your own. You could you could do whatever you want. You're it's like a separate wing. So I wouldn't even have to run into you that no, often. No, we could go, you could go days. I wouldn't know you were here. You could go you can go days without seeing one another. Oh, I didn't even know they were here. Yeah. Oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would have put uh, perhaps I should have put something on an apron at least. Yeah. Well, I'm here in the galley cooking bacon. Now you're used to ships because uh, you're doing a lot of ships. I've even known. I'm shows a stowaway. I I've stowed away on many many ships. That's how I travel oh. the world. I uh, I make friends down at the docks. I sometimes I, I I pay off somebody with a bribe and then I. Make Make my That's way. How it's I, done. Gra- I grab some bananas and some fruit, and I and you're I, on the right track with I do the bribes. Transatlantic crossings. Uh, I, I basically sta- stay down below, and then I eat just fruit, and and I lose a lot of weight, and then I come out in Europe uh, somewhere, and then I am able to see Rome, Paris. I like that. Amsterdam. You get to travel. Yeah, I get to travel. So while you're traveling, I noticed that Bernie's always somewhere else. Not necessarily. Is she with you? Sometimes? Bernie and I are two professional stand-up comedians. We're talking about her. She's not here. Oh, she, no, she's not here anymore. Just I'm here, but I have beer. <laughs> so she's occupied. So sometimes we work together. Sometimes we just travel together. And uh, other times we have a nice break from one another. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it, is. That's it nice. keeps everything going. So the minute he leaves, do you throw a party or what? I don't know, but the cable guy keeps showing up. So that's um A lot of shit gets done. Because usually when he comes home, I'm really like... Well, first of all, we've noticed... If we're apart too much, we'll start a fight, and it's usually the person that's stuck at home that picks the fight. Because mm. if you're traveling, he's chewing into the monitor right now. I, that's fascinating. <laughs> um, so whoever's at home gets a little bored and picks the fight, correct? Right. yeah. And lately it's been me usually. Mm. Um, but, yeah, he'll come home, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so happy he's home. And about 12 hours later, I'm like, oh, my God, this is awesome. When is he leaving? Well... Because you can't an, get shit there's done. There's an adjustment. There's like a 48 to 72 hour. I'm, I'm eating something because these are delicious. Karen put some mango coconut squares on the table and they're irresistible. Mango coconut. Love those things. But there's that 48 to 72 hour adjustment period where, A, I've been traveling or been doing whatever I'm doing. And she's home and she has her own space. And then I come in and invade it and I start barking out orders. And 
I told her, give me a little pass. Give me at least 24 hours, and then I'll... And that's when I say, I don't like your tone. Because mm. oh. he takes a tone. Oh. A tone. Guilty. And he could end up living alone mm. the rest of his life. If the shit hits the fan, I mean, I'll get some in my face. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Let's all take one for the team, Al. Hey, who, who doesn't want to be shit-faced? Come on. Oh, my God. Come on. Where are we going? Take one for the team. God, out of Hollywood flashback there, too. Bend over, no loo. Jesus. What are we talking about? Who, who we're cares? talking a lot about nothing. Yeah. Right. I yep. like that, though. But I hope to think we're doing it well. I yeah, hope to we think, are. I said. We are. So, so when Bernie's in town before you or has possession of, of the abode at the time when right. you come back from tour, so, so it's basically uh, she has the turf, the ground, so... Yeah, it, it, who, who's ever home... Whoever's gets, home gets, first... Um, Gets what do we call it? We claimage. Claim. Yeah. We say claim like from the, from the, the Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Claim. So like we got to get Bernie out so that you're there, and then you would take claim. Do you take claim when she's out? He now? does. He's, he first? comes back I like do, the but general. There, you have to have a little respect for the person that's been manning the fort, the home front. I mean, they, they're taking care of it. They're maintaining it. They're they're, they're doing. But I'm not that good at domestic care. But I try. But I keep the dog alive. That's good. That's true. And the fort. But, you know, part of the fort thing is not just like the domestic. I mean, it could be a mess when you get home, but at least everything's intact, right? Bills are paid, car's still there, house is there, dog's yeah, still there. Yeah, well, everything's on automatic payment anyways through the the accounts. You don't have to say now. that. We thought Bernie was on the home front taking care of all that. You she pays know? the trash removal. <laughs> Physically, she, like she hands it to the trash guy. Hi, here's your. We got a no. bill. No. We got a bill. Oh. And, we li- and we live I in agree. a kick-ass neighborhood. We live in a great neighborhood. Yeah, we neighborhood. live in Studio City. Our neighbors are Tremendous awesome. bungalow. It's the nicest neighborhood as comedians we've ever. Li- we've lived in some rough areas of New York. Yeah. And now we live in fucking Disneyland. We killed but we're a couple of people. These- <laughs> no, but you would think so, right? You come out here and there's all these nice, beautiful places, and there's like more drama than when you move to the middle of Manhattan, right? Or, uh, you can move to the hood and have less drama, probably. Yeah, yeah well, because it's Los Angeles. The, the what is it? The, the city where where hopes and dreams die, whatever they say it is. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> but um, whatever the saying is. But um, yeah, here we are. We, our philosophy is we want to be the riffraff wherever we go. Yeah. And these Not in guys, LA. you can't these get guys, in LA. These no. these what? guys top oh, us. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we're yeah. in a really we're in a posh neighborhood. Yeah, there's some crazy yeah. people here. It's there's some crazy people. Are we are we also like taking photo ops here? While oh, we're dude, we're, we're doing here. live we action doing? photo ops. Action Karen is like running ops. around. Taking photos. She's doing the, uh, yeah, we get some live photos here. So anyways. But L.A., I find it, like, even, uh, it doesn't matter whether it's uh, on the set or at my yacht club or I'm at Catalina Island. I In New York, I always thought I was the one who stood out. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. like, so try to be, like, low-key. I'm coming in under the radar, you know? Mm-hmm. Not here. There's, no. It's like you don't even notice me. Because there's well, so much crazy. Yeah. yeah well, there's a lot is, of crazy here, This is here, the right? town of, of yep. amplifying your persona. I mean, we could say that. We're all East Coasters here. It's, yeah. it's okay. about amplifying your persona here. And everybody has to be bigger than the next person. So they just... And it, it, this town draws uh, a lot of crazies tenfold. Yes. Across the board. it's understandable. We, we, we totally get it. So it's just weird that it's very common to find these crazies. It's just... 
There's yeah. a plethora of them. So, and we can't do nothing about it. Us East Coasters just keep coming here, especially yeah. for the entertainment I want to be the crazy person. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, so what's going to happen? Are the East? Are we going to come here and take over and make it more East Coast-like? Or is really. it always going to be crazy? Well, we've it's, been here forever. It's always crazy. So what do we do? This How is do it. We're doing it? it. I don't doing know. It. We talk about them on the air, I guess. What do we do? <laughs> what do, we do? We drink, We're doing it. We have another cocktail, <laughs> and we talk about them smart. I am driving a vehicle, so I'm cutting off my Not alcohol tonight. Incident. Not tonight. You're staying in your new guest room there. I'm calling <laughs> Uber. That you could always Uber. You can always Uber. You can always Uber. So, yeah. back to... Uh, I'm kind of on this whole thing with you guys, because... I'm curious because usually entertainers like actors, actresses, they can't like marry each other and have long-term relationships and you have like two egos and two people touring and two people being funny. So I'm always impressed like how much you guys love each other and how much, look at you, pretty couple, how great you get along. She's all right. You never have arguments. (laughs) Uh, Everything's just beautiful. I I love it. Well, Well, you're full of shit, Tony, because you know (laughs) we're at each other's throats, but any relationship I don't somewhere. care who you are, where you're from, <laughs> especially when you're with two strong-headed, opinionated people, entertainers such as ourselves. You know, you're going to have your challenges, your struggles, but uh, at the end of the day, we come out on top, and uh, we're yeah. just lucky. We're lucky. Yeah. She's on top. And, on top. I, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not competitive with him in any way, shape, or form. We're both cheerleaders for one another. Excellent. Good. Yeah. Yeah. We Same team. That, we learned that in the beginning, although it may have taken a couple of years to make an adjustment. So you think yeah. you're more powerful together too? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, right? you, you hit it right on the head. That's exactly. We're more powerful together. More powerful together. Yeah. Damn Good. straight. Yeah. Good. I mean, competition can also churn that creativity, and we I understand that, like competitiveness, yeah. bringing you to the next level. Oh, yeah. But I think for us, it definitely is. Uh, we join forces, and it makes us. Yeah. A force to reckon with. And we're very different, too. I think we're Absolutely. both in the game, but we're... First of all, I think he blows me out of the water. But that aside, I think we're so different. I don't know what that means. There could be no competition. Are you saying you're, like, more impressed with what Well, he I've did, had people, like, when they're hiring does. us or we're on the road and they're like, who should go last? And I'm like, this is a cunty business that we're in, and there's a lot of sexism, and I should be headlining over a lot of men, but over this particular one, I shouldn't. And I'm like, put him last. Well, he's a I, bad I'm, first. I'm a bad I'm a, No, 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 no. Let me explain no, this to you. Here's the analogy. I'm a pack of firecrackers, or salutes, as we call them in the Northeast. You light the wick, and they all go off at all different times. Pop, 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 Out of control. She's a smart bomb. She has a target, and she has execution. And therefore, I appreciate well described. I agree. She's the smart one. Let me give you. Let me give you. Well, not really. Let's not say smart because there's so much pretentious bullshit in comedy right now. Like as Tess Rafferty said recently in a post, what is it? Unfunny is the new funny these days. Ah. Like I'm so tired of like the whole scene and the business. But um, I don't like the unfunny though. I can't stand when I, the unfunny. And I can't pretend. And, and when people are actually into it, too, yeah. I'm like, that's not funny. And they sit in the back of the room. Unfunny, and let me add to that, underfunny. Underfunny? Yeah. They are trying. They think they're being funny, but it's underfunny. Because they're, they're doing it so subtle, they're doing it below yeah. subtle. And subtle can work. I mean, I like Jim Gaffigan, who's very subtle in his delivery. Yeah. You know? And his flair. I like his acting and all that. But there's this under-subtle, funny thing that's... 
I guess it's trying to happen or become something, and I just, I, I it's not, it's not me. I don't get it's it. It's a, it's a big jerk off, is what it is. It's and a big I'm not, jerk. I'm not yeah. interested. I in feel it. like my it's time is wasted. Fucking, There's oh, pins yeah. dropping. You can't hear any. You know, this nobody in the room is. is doing anything, it's, and I'm people an, rehire that person. I'm from, I think it's hilarious. Well, because people that are rehiring um, them are also from bourgeois, fucking mid, upper middle class, yankity yank. I don't yeah, know yankety what. Yankity yank. Yeah, fuck that shit. But. Tell us how you really feel. That's what I like about her. Year, she years ago, holds back. she holds back. Years ago, I went she back to Boston. Back. Years ago, I went to Boston with what's his name here, Al Ducharme. Al Ducharme and I, we joke. went back to Dorchester, <laughs> Massachusetts, to perform at Emerald Isle, which are my people. I'm from Revere, Emerald Isle. I gave you the best comedy advice yes. I could give you so, for. The situation. We go back to Boston. It's Dorchester, which is basically 75% black, 25% Irish, would you say? At that time, yes. Which, okay, and black and Irish are pretty much the same thing. This is like 10 years ago, right? Okay, yes. So I'm like, oh my God, and I'm looking out, and we're doing this barroom gig in Dorchester, Mass. And I'm thinking, these are my fucking people. This is an ace in the hole. They're going to fucking love me. But I came up in New York. I've been doing comedy already for like 12 years, and I've got my own ideas and style. So I go out. For this Dorchester gig, and Al is headlining, and I'm featuring. And I go out, and I do some bits. And one of my bits was about women in um, burkas, <laughs> head coverings. Mm. This is this is pre-9-11, or this is whatever. It's just a, yeah, whatever. Um, well, was a, I love when you pick non-controversial, that was yeah, no, yeah, non-emotional Because that's all I have. So um, <laughs> I had some bits, and they're with me. They're so with me for my belligerent Irish fucking rage, because I love to be enraged by yeah. anything. As you know, you're yeah. Italian. So if you're not angry, you're not alive. And then I come back into like, I don't know. Oh, no, this is the deal. I come out, I'm a little belligerent, and I'm a little like pow-pow in your face. Mm. So I get them immediately. Then I start talking about women wearing head coverings in Iran and stuff. But the way I did it, they didn't like it. And they were like, what the fuck is this broad talking about? Like, so I lost my crowd. Mm -hmm. I came out belligerent and hitting them hard. And then I lost them and ate my ass for the last 10 minutes of my set. And I got off. And I walk over and Well, that's he, because you're riding that line nobody else wants to ride. I'm impressed with that enough that it, you do that. Yes, but I'm also in an Irish bar in Dorchester that's very, you know, whatever, it, you know what that means, yeah. if you know what yeah, that yeah. means. So he says to me, because he's going to go up and headline in three seconds after the MC gets off, he goes, what the fuck were you doing? He goes, you had that crowd. They were eating out of your hands. And then you start fucking talking about women's rights in Iran. Like, you can't do that. He goes, look at your crowd. Know your crowd, Bernie. And he goes, you see this crowd right here tonight? And we were, like I said, in a Dorchester bar. He goes, this crowd wants drinks about retards, drinking beer. What is it? Retards and taking a shit. He goes, you get up there. He goes, he goes you get up there and you tell them jokes. What an evaluation. He goes, you get up there and you tell them jokes about retards, drinking beer, and taking a shit, and you'll fucking kill for 25 minutes. But you didn't. You fucking lost it. And you know what? He was right. Because I got them, because I had that belligerent whatever and, it is and I have. And it's just about knowing your audience. But getting then, the paycheck yeah. and getting out yeah, of there. Then this, when is I, not, this isn't going to make your career. Yeah, and, this is about doing a Wednesday night gig I like how and you making think, cash Al. and having a couple of cocktails. Exactly. I get it. And he was right. And then he went up and he fucking crushed I think he just helped for me. 45 too. minutes. Because I did a joke about a retard taking a shit. Yeah. So whenever uh, I live my life, no matter what. Did you what, really? Yeah. And you killed it. 
exaggerating. <laughs> but I never forgot that. And these people, you know, like the belligerent Irish in Dorchester, like they were with me physically. You could feel the audience was in. And, but when they pull back, they pull back. You could feel the yeah. physical, like, we might beat you. We yeah. might like you. We I might like that sometimes. See, I'm a guy, a lot of people make them laugh. A lot of people, like New York, they roll through you jokes a lot. Like, everything's funny, I do. I'm more impressed sometimes with, like, making them feel something else. I know maybe we're not supposed to in comedy no, clubs. No, I know. And everybody's like, why are you talking about this? I kind of like that roller coaster yeah, where the room too. goes from there with you, and then they're like, whoa. Oh. <laughs> you know? Well, it's a challenge. You know? Oh, it's, I it, got it, it. It's, I don't know. I'm not saying you're digging a hole, but you got to... Yeah. It's a rhythm. It's a rhythm. But I do. Yeah. I love losing a crowd and getting them back. Yeah. But that's the yeah. on this particular night, I lost them, and I never got them back. And that's like a shit That's all right. Feeling, I love you but, anyway. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. So, yes. what the hell are we doing here? I don't know. We can, um, what's on the horizon? What's going on with Yeah, us, what's baby? going on with you guys? What's Are you going away together? Are you going away separate We're going to be at the brokerage in Long Island at the end of May. No, right by my mom's house. Yeah. I love the brokerage. I've been there. I've played music yeah. gigs there. Yeah. I, was, uh, I was originally at Governor's, and then Ralphie May uh, bumped me. Yeah, Ralphie May and his Ralphie bus May. You're, you. Governor's. Well, when we go there, Levittown. They, I was headlining... Uh, yeah, governors, and she was headlining the brokerage, and they called us up. They said, "Listen, Ralphie May's coming in. He's doing a tour, and he's gonna, you know, blah blah blah. We're gonna put you guys together. You'll still get the same pay. So we get to actually co-headline together, and it's all good. And I love doing that. Excellent. Room. But uh, Ralphie May, you owe yeah. me, man. The brokerage is a fun place. I love that. Club. It really is. I love Small, that club. Yeah. Fun place, man. Great crowd. And once again, it's one of those clubs. Like if you're sinking, you're sinking. They're gonna let yeah. you know if they yeah. hate you. It's a witch hunt. I love and the new owners. You know. I mean, they've, they've owned it for quite a few years now. Yeah. But uh, well, Gary Smith was the older. Uh, well, he owned the club originally, mm-hmm. but then Jimmy um, took over, and yeah, they treat us very nicely. Now, New York City. New uh, York City. I love doing Broadway. I love doing yeah, New York Comedy it. Club. Yeah. You know. Who doesn't? Uh, fun rooms. Well, we're gonna be there. We'll be there rooms. during the week, Burn. Yeah. Do you find that the New York crowd? I always talk about this. Probably about the. Probably almost every show, but I, <laughs> I'm always talking about the New York crowd and differences. It's like LA is more, you know, they're so used to seeing a superstar jump up out of nowhere, uh, you know, LA's that it's like, go ahead, make me laugh. Who are you? Who's coming out next? But New York is like, they they're there to have fun. They're there to have fun. They've been, they've they been love at, you. They've been, uh, they've been at their nine to fiver, which is probably more like a seven to eight p.m. gig right, during the yeah. day. They're in the same clothes City, energy, from work. Yeah, yeah. So they'll come to the clubs and they're there to cut loose. Yeah. Whereas in L.A., yes, they're I not would in the say same frame of mind. Man. I mean, L.A.'s when you go forty-five minutes outside of Los Angeles, you get those crowds that are appreciative of you. As yeah. Well, you know, but in L.A., it's very judgmental. A lot of them are performers the and actors. Yeah. They're the envious the of you. Why are they getting stage time? Traffic. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's it's nuts. So. Yeah, because it, it's weird. When I, I go back to New York, you know, I really get my game on, you know. it's You get that. You feel they go grounded. Wild. They're whistling, they're screaming, they're crazy. got feedback. Too, you know? so and we're out here, you know, it's kind of like the they're in the thinker position, you know, mm. with their uh, mm-hmm. make me laugh. And, you know, they do laugh, but it, you got to work. you got to work yeah. for it. And people think it's the opposite. They think uh, New York, you have to work harder, but it's not. It's yeah. Not true. And, the, and the troops, I know you both have done the troops, right? I've well, done, I, I I've perform done all for the, the troops. troops. <laughs> she has performed on them. <laughs> I can never leave it open for Bernie and say things like that. I know. Yeah. 
So you oh, did yeah. the troops, all of them. <laughs> so uh, they're really receptive, huh? Oh yeah, so they're appreciative. Just, they're just so, so real. happy. You, especially when you, uh, I mean, we've done bases stateside too, but but going overseas, they're so happy that you made it. You came all that way. They've been away for months. Some of them are young, so mm-hmm. eight months is forever for somebody who's twenty years old. That's forever. Yeah, they might not even be away from home ever. Uh, eight months is nothing for me. You know, yeah, but, uh, and they they certainly haven't had any laugh about anything when you show up. They finally. Yeah, they, you know they they're able to cut loose. Yeah. And you know you're coming from their homeland, so you know you're bringing something with you. You doing some more troop stuff this year? Anything planned? Do we have anything on the books at this very moment? No, we, we were just asked about something, yeah. but I we don't think to it's going to We work. were asked to go to the Middle East just recently, yeah. but we couldn't. We had other obligations. We weren't going to... Well, I think I'm going to take this moment right now, since we're on the air, and uh, I'm going to ask you right out. I just filled out some paperwork for the Rat Pack shows, which you both have done. Mm-hmm. If they say yes, and uh, we're doing a headliner show there, you guys in? Where? <laughs> wherever he, he, he's looking oh. at me like wherever um i'm in do i have to wear a burqa because i'm not going to do that oh uh, no burqa okay. burqa free I'm on all, my shows I'm i will go to it. bat with you yeah i'm, yeah. I'm all for no it no burqa for bernie um no are you gonna go to burqa free bernie i've been to afghanistan i didn't care for it too much but i'll do it again but well, i don't want well, him we'll to go to i don't want him to go to anywhere dangerous don't go to Afghanistan. no you go with him you guys and you take buddy and the three three you go together i went to the middle east twice now and the second time half of the gigs were canceled because there there was too much uprising and and such oh wow but uh but that's okay. We made it out alive. Oh, everybody getting. Everybody's about social media. Everybody's about yeah, getting social hits. media. Everybody's uh, doing something, um, trying to do something viral. That's the whole goal. Yeah, everybody's I, like, you know, oh, let's I would do say something. Try to get the last to go decade. Viral. The last decades, definitely social media, but more so in the last probably four or five years. It's like. Yeah. It's, it's becoming the mainstream. You know. Yeah. I, I walk down the street. Walk, look at how many people are looking at their phones. It's not just email. It's it's Facebook. It's Instagram. It's uh, Snapchat. It's 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 everything. It's 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 about ooh, what, how many how many likes did I get? What's going on? It's hard to compete. Some of them are just capturing stuff, and it's getting ten, twenty million hits. Mm. Meanwhile, you know, entertainers, we're sitting around trying to figure out what 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 could we work on and get this much attention, and people yeah. are just videoing something naturally happening that's getting. Yeah, 20 someone who's not hits. even in in uh, any sort of entertainment no. at all is uh, all of a sudden they got twenty five million views on something. It's like what? Now, how much of a role do you think that plays? I I personally, I think it plays pretty big role you agree does it play a big role all this social media absolutely even if there's they, no money in it they, it's it's they're saying 80 to 100,000 uh, followers on your twitter to open doors to get meetings to pitch stuff now it's it's that's what it's all about it's like yeah huh? you know what i mean it's like oh you got 12 followers well good luck with that <laughs> oh you've got 140,000 yeah. followers well you why can, don't you tell us your idea here's the thing is that how it's you, basically there's working also, now? there's the other the other side of that is there's people that have figured out how to get these followers but they don't have what it takes oh right they follow so, me and so they they'll, pay they'll 10, go to a club they'll headline a club somewhere a comedy club and they have 140,000 followers so they get a small percentage to show up they put asses in seats and then after 10 minutes they've got nothing and so then you, you well, the bar is making money but then People are complaining. The regulars are complaining about what's this guy? Why the feature just blew this guy off the stage? Yeah, he put a couple so, asses in the seats and yeah. So you got that going on. Yeah. So the, it'll have its own downfalls. I I think like anything else. I don't know. Will it? 
Like that's my but, question. But I think Will it? it? it was or do they just care about how many people are in the place? They don't care about the talent level or for the, the short term. Right? When they started papering rooms, papering meaning giving away free tickets, all the clubs were packed. But then it watered down everything, and you're getting the the drunk that was going out to the comedy club to get drunk. So you had an uh, audience of drunks. Because it didn't cost anything to get in, so they're spending all their money on booze. You don't need you to talk getting... about my family that and way. Co- so, so the <laughs> comedy audiences stopped going to comedy clubs for a couple of years, and they were hurting. And then someone figured yeah. it out. Oh, we keep giving away tickets. We're papering the room. We're losing the quality of our audience, and that's our future. So then they started to you know, go back to the old way of doing things. I mean, they still give away tickets at certain clubs, but they were papering yeah. them like 100% at one time because they were just thinking about the bar. So that had that you know, um, a reverse effect and hurt them for yeah. a couple of years. It's a crazy business because uh, they get behind certain people and either give away tickets, sell tickets, hype the thing. You could put somebody in the Staples Center and the, all of a sudden it's a sold-out show and videoed and legendary. Yeah. And the same guy shows up I, I mean, you see his name he, he's on the social media. He's at the Improv with five other headliners on Saturday night in a 100-seat room, and it's not sold out with five or six huge headliners in, in their own right fill a room and sell seats in an auditorium, but there's nobody there. So it's it's a confusing well, business. Like, it where is and when? Well, LA, it's like, and how always, did you it's get almost them like there? you can always see somebody somewhere, you know? There's nothing worse than going to a, one of the major clubs in Los Angeles and everyone that goes on before you has got a show or a sitcom or, or, or not so much now, but definitely a few years ago. Yeah. And they walk in and then they bump everybody and they go up and tank and... Uh, yeah, they jump in front of you and tank. Yeah, and all of a sudden you're you know you're going on an hour and a half later, half the audience is there. Yeah, it's all, but that's part of the business. How's that for you? I know it affects me. I've had nights where everybody from Sarah Silverman jumped in front yeah, of me. Sure. Uh, it's part of the business. Yeah, Jeff Garcia, it doesn't matter Bobby Lee, whoever it is, mm-hmm. Whitney Cummings, doesn't matter who it is. But they're fresh off a TV show. You got your energy right. You got that person. You're in the wings. You're ready to go out. And I, you know, I've been shelved to the wall when somebody just walk out. As I guess, and as you should, yeah. because the, everybody, it most of those people pay their dues as well. So yeah. that happened to them in the beginning. But it changes your energy, right? It oh, throws absolutely. you a little you bit, wanna, not you, just you, me. If the audience is on a tee, and you're lining yourself up, and you're taking a couple of practice swings, yeah. you're ready to go, and all of a sudden they go, oh, no, you're not next. It, yeah, it changes everything. Yeah. But I, I will say, if it's somebody who works, who comes in worthwhile, like a few oh, times yeah. in New York City, I've been bumped by Chris Rock. And he comes in, and he's legitimately working on something, and you get to watch him, and yeah, it's cool. mind-blowing. Yeah. That's and cool. then you watch him every night. He'll come in five nights in a row and change and tweak, and he's really working. Yeah. That amazes me, and I'm like, you know what? I'm in amazing circles. But when yes. somebody comes in to jerk off, mm. and it's not funny, and it's a fucking waste of everybody's time, yeah. it's enraging. Yeah. yeah. That's the my The people feeling. that are putting the work in, the pro... I, yeah. No, no, I'm talking about nobody's... Of comedy, but they have a television show, so, right? And they dabbled in stand up and they go on, they got nothing. But then there's lazy, famous comedians who go in as well. I'm not going to mention any names, yeah. And they go, Yeah, I just going to go up and do 10 minutes. And then you do an hour and 15, they walk the crowd, and all they're doing it's all ego. And they're actually right working and writing on stage, they didn't come prepared, they're underprepared, yeah. And they're recording it, hoping to get something yeah. out of it. And that's you know, I I don't care for that all that no, much, especially either. when the uh, 
club says, all right, we're going to pay you guys, but you're not going on. Sorry. <laughs> we didn't know it was going to go this long. It's just like, it's annoying. Yeah, it's, it's annoying. like... I would I would never do yeah. that, you know. I don't like even worse when they come on, they're not supposed to be there, they jump in front of you, then they say, okay, it's okay, you think they're going to test out some stuff, and that's what they say they're there for, and the club tells you. Yeah, and then you hear them do shit. their classic fallback yeah. on stuff yeah. that yeah. they've made a, all their money on mm-hmm. and did for years, mm-hmm. and you're like, really, that's what you're going to do in front yeah. of me? And say it's not... I've had somebody do that, won't mention names, with their clipboard and act like it's off the cuff uh-huh. and do their classic stuff that's on recordings for no HBO. I have to find out when wow. we turn And you turn go, the when we, when what the, the hell was that? Name. What the hell was that? <laughs> and but you know anyways. they're chipping away. It also kind of takes you down. They know what they're doing, too. It's but at the same like time, sabotaging. back to Bernie, it's not all doom and gloom and horrible. There's no. moments when there's like, wow, you know, seeing Chris Rock work on whatever he's working on, Academy Awards. Well, those are the times where it brings you up, right? Because where yeah. you, well, you go to the next yeah, level. Yeah, you get bumped. Yeah, I've had that, and that's yeah. fun. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. That's fun. With whoever bumped you was really hot. And yeah. I, we've had situations where we had to go on after up. Seinfeld or whoever, and the crowd was right there with us because, and you make a little... And you go, now me, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're right there with you. So there's, there, there's, it's yeah. not all gloom and doom. It's, it's, it, there's some good times. So you guys have been around a lot longer than me. I know that. Well, I started on comedy. I, I've been when watching you. When comedy didn't even have a C, it was comedy. I was watching you too. I was a little kid. Can that be? Sure, why not? Okay. Whatever you but want. I was to watching be. you too. I was a little kid. But I, I know for a fact. There must be some incredible performance. You just mentioned Chris Rock. Uh, you you just mentioned somebody else. So uh, just throw me out some names, some people who have just jumped in front of you that you've opened for, that ended up opening for you, or just you know uh, the people who inspire you. Maybe like throw it out because that's Bill Cosby. The show's over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Hmm. I, used to, I used to enjoy watching Bill Cosby. Did you do that on purpose? I used to Did you enjoy... set me up? <laughs> oh I, I did like Bill Cosby growing yeah. up. And, uh, I, I, you know, he was very... He would tell storyteller, mm-hmm. and he would do sound effects. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what I do. So he inspired me as far as that yeah. goes. Uh, yeah. I liked the, the technical part of Seinfeld, the way he was able to form a joke yeah. and execute it. Uh, of course, the latest things with the Cosby, it doesn't look good for now who who did you get to work with that like really inspires you and that was mind blowing? Huh? Um, For me it was you guys, but who was it for absolutely. you? Absolutely. Yeah. We, we I mean in New York we we had so many people that uh, were behind us, uh, excelled past us. <laughs> do, do you uh, think that you had more people? Because you know this is the mecca. As much as we think New York's the mecca, this is really the mecca is for like really stars floating around. Is that one? As far yeah. as stars, stars floating around and business and how many more projects are being done. I'm not gonna per lie. Day. I've never been inspired stand-up comedy-wise in this town. I no. never have. But in New York, it's watching um, Colin Quinn. And uh-huh. Chris Rock, when they come in and work and work and rework, and I was around Seinfeld quite a lot. Although he doesn't move me emotionally, Ooh. I respect his technical mm-hmm. proficiency. Um, but in this town, I haven't been that inspired. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm. I've been bumped a lot. All the people that I appreciate, hell yeah. Um, but you are famous, right. Like we're already established. I, I mean, a lot of my peers became famous as well. You know, yeah. and, and working those gigs with them, yeah. watching their techniques. They inspired me as well, you know. It is funny. A lot of them that are, are as big as they are now, it's like, oh, wow, they really are big. Because you, you know them at this, you know, you know them in your 20s when running around doing all these hell gigs. And then all of a sudden, 15, 20 years later, 
they're big and famous. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Are you doing this wow. for me? You were doing this in your 20s? I was doing, yeah. I, was, I, I went on stage yeah, when I was in high school. My first time doing stand-up. The analogy I can make, it's kind of like golf. You're playing against yourself. You're always trying to better yourself. You know, you, you make some hook shots or you slice it. But then when you, everything all lines up and you hit the sweet spot and you get it close to the hole and then you put it in, it's just an amazing feeling. Yeah, you know, yes. you're, you're the creator, you're the writer, you're the director, you're the performer. And it's all on you. And, and when you do well, there's no better high. And when you tank, it's horrible. <laughs> So how do you rationalize the tanking to Part, yourself you can, in you your cannot, own head? You cannot. Be, how do you tr- do? You, you try cannot to put be it in funny and you cannot be se- successful without tanking. You can't. Right, but when you do, do you kind of just do you let it roll off? Um. You say, hey, I got to go back it, and do more affect, homework. It still affects me very much. As a matter of fact, you can have a, a, a hundred great shows, phenomenal shows in a row, and then you have one show where. You tank, and it's just like, it dismantles You've you. You've got to get another good set in to, like, get the taste out of yeah. your mouth. They say yeah. you're only as good as your last set, and that's kind of true. Get no back on the horse, what. go yeah. out again. Yeah. yeah. But I, there are performers that I know, or at least they appear to, they don't, they're like, they're going, I'm concentrating on this new material. I don't give a shit. I just, I'm doing it for me. And they're, they appear to separate uh, the reaction of the audience from what they're doing, the execution. They really are doing it for a future performance. They're doing it to work out the material. I have a harder time with that personally because I want it to be gangbusters right out of the gate. Right. I want it to be funny right out of the gate. And I'm hard on myself. And But that's just the way I, I operate. That, I'm much better than I was when I was younger. Very similar to me because I'll still stay with the solid material. Mm-hmm. And to me, testing, testing to me is throwing a couple of new things in. In between. Right? Yeah. I can't, I've, I see people who just go out and just go, all new. And just trying. Yeah, Louis C.K. Oh my God! His philosophy was, and this is an old story, but he, a few years in, he was doing the best of, and then he learned, I'm going to do all my new stuff up front <laughs> every night, right? Or isn't that isn't that how he's going to do it? I don't know. I guess. No matter what happens, he's going to do all his new stuff up. Do I have that backwards? Roll the I dice. Don't know. No, I don't know. He's just going to do all new stuff up front, yeah, a whole new 20 minutes up front. Oof. But he was very, very... Uh, I've said I'm going to do very that. Very confident. I've never done Yeah, right. Very yeah. confident. And you put out in 32 seconds. Yeah. When we were doing gigs. He was 19 years old. And he just had confidence of a 30-year-old at 19. He was just... He did, huh? Yeah. Louis? Yeah. Yeah. He's a funny guy. Okay, so we're uh, we're talking about stuff like that. So, like, Louis has his own show. Done a lot of other things. Is he still in the business? So the two of you are really funny. I could really see you guys with your own sitcom. Mm-hmm. But uh, what what do you guys like? What would be really comfortable, and could you re- really see yourself doing in the future? Like if if we turn the clock forward and gave you what you wanted, what what would you guys like to be doing? Well, I think stand up comedy for me is something that I'd hope that I can do till the end. You know? right. I don't see that ever going away. And Let's face it, it's all you can do at this it's, point. It's all. It's what I am. <laughs> That's what Let's I just am. be honest. I've, I've tried other things. Uh, brain surgery did not work. No. No. And, uh, no. Performing it, that is. No. So, um, no, it's 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 who I am. I've been able to do this for over 25 years and make a living at it. So that is... That's I know, rare. I know that's a, an accomplishment. Everyone itself. says they're making a living at it. But no, I, I literally have. I see you I, I make I a living at and, it, which is incredible. But still, even at this stage of the game, yes, I, I have... Bookings on my book. I'm not bragging. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you the facts of it. I don't give a shit about bragging anymore. 
Um, I just know I never see you and get never get to. Hang I have out bookings with you. till 2018. Now it's yeah. not solid all the way through, but yeah. I have contracts and such for corporates and comedy clubs through 2018, the beginning of 2018. Yeah. And and well, you should. Well, You're and, a badass. You know, but there's been years Good where I didn't have you know two weeks, and it yeah. was hard. It, the 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 tough times were very difficult. Yes, I want something bigger and better always, and that's what keeps. And what, me what, going. what are you talking about? What's bigger and better to you? Pam Anderson. <laughs> hey, she just had surgery. They're reduced, so it's not bigger. And I would, I it's no, less shit. than better. Really? I, I, I thought you were well, going to update so that. You got to throw someone younger than that. Jeez. Yeah, she's old now. Megan Still Fox? love you though, Pamela. I don't know. No, they all look alike to me. Give me some cards. I can't tell them apart anymore. I like Jennifer Lawrence. She's a full figure so gal. What do you see yourself doing? What do you want to do? You want to do film? Off you want to do more TV? Oh, come on. Besides that. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you wanted me to be serious. On TV and in film? Well, yeah, you know, the, but it's a different ball game now. It's it's it. There's only what eight sitcoms on now, but yeah, in the '90s when I was actually being courted by the networks and being flown in and picked up with a limo and all that. Forty to sixty, eighty shows. The, the, the dangling the carrot in front of your eye. Pilot season. Nothing took off. Sixty of them. Nothing ever happened. But th- they were doing yeah. They were Back in the day. Hundred and how many pilots were presented? Oh God. Wasn't it, wasn't the number like a hundred or something? Yeah, the figures were absurd. And then only, like and then only 40 18, up for this and 18, 18 of them would make yeah. it. And then yeah. out of that, nine would make now it there's to almost re- none. being renewed. No, now it's, it's all reality yeah, the past yeah, 15, 20 years. Yeah. It's cost effective, yeah. I guess. Yeah. They make more profit. I'd love to see a reality show with you and Bernie. Yeah. yeah. Produce it. Yeah, why don't Pitch you? that shit. Yeah. We'll, we'll do it on the yacht. That. I'm liking your radio show. I listen to your show, your podcast. We'll call it Underboard. Underboard. <laughs> Could we take some people from the industry with us? You listen board? to the Bernie and Al podcast, <laughs> Bernie and Al podcast at BernieandAl.com. I love that show. That's a good show. It's a good show. It is. It's a good show. You have some great people. We do. We do. We have Robert we? De Niro coming in. I'm sorry, uh, Tommy De Niro. He's a guy who work, he, uh, works at <laughs> elementary school. He's a janitor. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Go check. No, go check. How can they find your show? BernieandL.com. We're on we're iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on, Stitcher, but, we're on BernieandL.com. Yeah, BernieandL.com is the easiest Yeah, way they're also on BernieandL.com. Yeah. And if you can't find them anywhere else, they're BernieandL.com. And we got uh, we got Bernadette Pauly, at Bernadette Pauly on uh, Twitter. And then uh, <laughs> Stand Up Al. It's actually Bernie Pauly. And oh. he doesn't, that my Twitter handle is Bernie Pauly, but it, my own do husband doesn't know. Stand up, Al. Stand up, Al. Once in a while, lay down, Al. Um, again, of course, we want all those things bigger and better, but we're just still happy that um, our cell phones... Well, i got to say, the phone still rings. We're just the happy you're working doing stand-up. The stand emails up. are still coming in. Yeah, good. We, we still get um, bizarre offers out of nowhere. Oh, we just saw you at a comedy club four months ago, and we <laughs> wanted you to... How much will you charge to come do my private party at a country club? Yeah, so the the offers yeah. come in. We do the comedy club circuit. It's What's your favorite clubs here in L.A.? In Los Angeles, like the big clubs? The, Any clubs. Could be I, small. I, well, Could be maybe it's not a comedy we club. We really enjoy, the, well, we enjoy Comedy Magic. Favorite rooms. We enjoy the Comedy Magic Club in Hermosa Beach and yeah, the great Ace room. House in Pasadena. And, mm. you know, the Laugh Factory, they're very nice to me, so I love their rooms. Yeah, Laugh Factory's great. Um, I have to reacquaint myself with the improv. I've only been there a few times in the last year or so, but... Um, uh, How about New York? Which favorite rooms? Well, we love Gotham. Uh, Chris Mazzilli, the owner. Um, yeah, Gotham's fun club. Again, they've been very nice to us over the years. We love doing the Broadway, yeah. the comics. I could use you for a referral. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. 
I haven't done Gotham. It's one of the few clubs Ever? I haven't done. No, I've that's never done Gotham. Mm-hmm. That's a good club. Or the, I mean, even or the da- stand. Dangerfields is a time capsule from the, the 60s. I love, doing, I love walking in Dangerfields and doing a set. Yeah. Yeah. But the main, but the, I, we have favorite rooms outside of all these comedy meccas that we enjoy that no one's ever heard of just because they're just great audiences. And I'm not going to name them. Yeah. You know. My favorite club in all the world is The Stand in the U.K., He's got clubs hmm. in Edinburgh and Glasgow and now in the UK. Does he have? Uh, does he own the stand in New York too, or no? no. In, uh, he totally doesn't. Different. In England. No. But they are my my the favorite South. venues in all the world. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Scotland and uh, England. And he he well, runs and, uh, it well. Ireland. He has no, a respect UK. for UK comedy, and he he will not allow um, uh, what's it called? Oh, he uh, treats you like a human being. He treats you like a human being, and they feed you, and they thank you, and they pay uh, you. I like, and we get he a nice flat that we stay in. He doesn't um, let um. In, uh, yeah, you Bo. get a nice we flat, really, and a, he won't let what's posh. it called when you're getting married? What do you call those women having a party? Those horrible women that wear penises around. But yeah, he doesn't allow bachelorette, bachelorette, bachelorette party. parties. Yeah, he won't let them in. Is that really what he'll, you were trying to describe? I'm yeah. like really thinking he'll here. He'll send them down about bachelorette the street parties. to the competitor. She's he says wine. go down the street to the competitor, okay. and I love that. Okay. He sends. You're not, you're not welcome here if you're. Yeah, like it, this is about comedy. Each, so if you want right. to just fucking be like an animal, please go down the street and give them your money. And I respect that so much. Excellent. That's yeah. Tommy. Tommy. It's hard to find integrity in the uh, in the business. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. And when you do, it's like holy crap. Yeah. Right. It glows. Mike Lacey from the uh, comedy. I like working for Tommy him. Magic. He's a nice guy. That's yeah. rare. Yep. That's rare. That's rare. Absolutely. Well, I love working with you two. We've done a lot of Rat Pack shows. Let's do another. And we're gonna. And uh, we've done the radio show separately. It was great to have the two of you together. Mm. This is incredible for me. I'm a fan of both of you separately. I got the both of you together. And we're going to go sailing uh, next time as well. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go to Catalina. We're going to take the boat to Catalina. Well, now that we're going to live with you on the boat, it's going to be easy. Yeah, you're going to be here all the time. Yeah. You're here. Yeah. It's easy. We'll just uh, chip in for gas money. My new dog, Buddy. Buddy. Love it. Buddy's going to be around. Buddy's well adjusted. Buddy's loving life on the boat. Yeah, he's loving the boat. He's all in. He's all in. Before we go, yes. real quick, yes. I just I have to know, and maybe everybody else wants to know, because before uh, I don't know if I've acknowledged it on my show, and Al and Bernadette, and they're together, and two funny people. Where where'd you guys meet? We met. We fell in love in a hopeless place, uh, a, a comedy club in New York. Hmm. Um, we met uh, at the Comic Strip Live. At the Comic Strip Live, a few years prior to us getting together, we were friends. Yeah. We were hanging out with the same comedy groups of people. Um, Truth I, be told, we were a 9-11 hookup. Yeah, we were a 9-11 hookup. To, to put it bluntly. I had been hired by Cantor Fitzgerald, uh, which was uh, located on the 103rd and 104th floor of the first tower where the plane actually went in, the first plane went in. They hired me to perform at their annual uh, gathering. And I had been going there uh, to the weeks uh, prior meeting with people because I was actually going to be going in to the party as a... Uh, imposter I was going to be they're going to pretend that I was a big executive coming in so I was actually I would show up and I would be wearing a suit and I was actually taking notes and we'd have meetings and it was all under the uh, you know under the what do you call it under the radar of course 9-11 came and um, I still haven't been paid for that gig so that's the dark joke right there so it was (laughs) 9-13 
9 so 9 13 we're at the comedy club you're not there i'm there you're and there. me and other comedians are taking a head count do we know any comedians that were maybe had a temp job or something going and we did town? right wow and we knew a couple one was tom shalou who, who now hosts red eye, red eye on fox news which will uh-huh. we'll be on in may by yes now. And other people... You've been on that before. I've seen you on that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, some other people said, well, Al Ducharme's been down there all week because he's doing an impersonation gig, so he has an actual 9-11 ID, but I've heard he's okay, and I... And I can't tell you how many times that ID got me laid. Yes, so... See, once again, I can't use dark humor. No, you can't. It's 15 years ago. Makes you look better. Wait, a so, 9-11... What? What okay. was it? I'm, ID? I'm what ID? A bad he had, joke. He had a... He has I a... A 9-11 uh, uh, Twin Towers identification card. When you had to go in, they took your picture to the, so that you could gotcha. actually walk in. Come oh. and go. Come and go. Gotcha. To, to these meetings that I was going to at Cantor Fitzgerald. <laughs> so anyway, so people said Al Ducharme's been going there every day researching this company because he's an impersonator. Well, I've been going there. I had been there. And I said, wow. And then he walked through the door when I was hosting the show at the comic strip. And by the way, like right after 9-11, all the comedy clubs in New York City were packed. Because we couldn't go anywhere. The subways, were, they, you couldn't take Manhattan the subway. Manhattan was blocked right. off. You yeah, 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 yeah. Bridges, tunnels, So everything. all the comedy clubs, believe it or not, and the bars were packed full, full of people with nowhere to go. everybody was commiserating. And, and yeah. We were all in shock. You know? So he walked through the door and I went, Al Ducharme, I heard that you were down at the World Trade Center, like which was kind of insensitive of me, but if you were in New York at the time, it's all you talked about. So, right, right. And he was kind of in a daze and he goes, yeah. And he pulled his Cantor Fitzgerald ID out and showed it to me like, yeah, I was there all week and then we started commiserating and drinking for the week because in new york you can now we had already anywhere. been hanging out as friends for a couple of years and you moved to my neighborhood by the way yeah so, so you anyway, lived a few blocks so away so we were a 9-11 hookup essentially let's get down to the dirty so when did it happen we were in a bar um on the upper west side an irish pub and uh, we were sitting at the bar and we had already hung out and had beverages in, previous to this and shared a few meals and then um we were like well the world's ending i stuck my tongue you want to make out yeah, because we're in all going to die, right? Pretty much. I held up my badge from the World Trade Centers and I stuck my tongue in your mouth. Pretty much. <laughs> that, that did it. That did it. What were you thinking? We're, we're going, all gonna we're going to die, down. so let's just What do the this. hell? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he ain't half bad. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Like what? Did you yeah. think it was funny at the time too? Or now nah, you didn't? Uh, no, but ironically, um, he is of my ilk. I've mm. never been attracted to my own ilk, but he's my kind. He's from. He's. Yeah, she was a gold digger, and she switched. No, she switched I was. Teams. I wish I was a gold digger. I'd be I know, fucking be flying off. high right now. But um, he's cut of the same cloth. Wow, wow, wow. He's wah, New wah. England blue collar working class. <laughs> blah 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 blah, and that's what I ended up with. So yeah. anyway, I'm drunk. So here we are, 15 years later. Uh, we are married. Living on a yacht. We, no, I'm just kidding. We're visiting a yacht. That we're <laughs> I'm not kidding. Into. We are. Uh, we have our son, Buddy, a uh, 13.2 ounce Chihuahua. He's a pound overweight. Well, I'm glad you guys found each other. We are too. We I'm are glad too. you guys found me. I'm glad me to say too. that. Yeah. You know, if 9/11 did not happen, the three of us may not be together. We wouldn't right be together. So sad. We wouldn't be together right now. That. Everything's for a reason. Yep. Thank you guys for right, being my for friend. Us. Thank Absolutely. you for having us thank and for being, being our, our friend. friend. Yeah, thank and you for being here. And for letting us live on the yacht for free. And yeah, anytime. Stay as long as you want. Gonna have to get some more staterooms. We though, have it on tape unless yeah. you edit. No, this is. <laughs> they're staying with me. All right, bud. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you guys for coming out, enjoying some time with me on the boat. Woo!
Thank you, everybody who's been listening. Hope you enjoyed the show, and we're going to catch you again soon. Live and on board with Tony Malazzo and Al DeShorm and Bernadette Pauly. Uh-huh.